Sukada, if you doubt the last thing we saw was a mahloket between Rabbi Abba and Rav Menashe both in the name of Rav Huna, where Rabbi Abba said if a person is picking grapes for uh, for wine, then the handles of the grapes are not considered a yad latum'ah, but if he was cutting straw for grain, then it would be a yad latum'ah. And Rav Menashe said in the name of Rav Huna, whether you're cutting straw, and we understood even if you're uh, picking grapes, if it's for food, it never has a yad tum'ah. And we want to say it's the same mahloket legabe using the leaves with the food on the leaves for schach, where Tanakama holds that there has to be more food than straw in order for it to be kasher l'schach, because he holds there's no yadot, and a harim holds it has to be more straw than food and the straw that's directly near the food, because a harim hold there is yadot tum'ah. And it sounds like this would be a mahloket tanaim according to Rav Menashe Bargada who hold that whether you're cutting straw or whether you're picking grapes, there's no yadot tumah. So maybe here, there's a, maybe what he holds is really a mahloket tanaim. So Rav Menashe said no. According to everyone, if you're cutting for schach, there is no yadot. Over here, in that breita with the leaves and the food on it, the whole thing is that you cut it originally for food and now you want to use it for schach. And that's why Ahirim over here would hold that there is Yadot. But in general, if you cut it just for Schach, there would be no Yadot. And with that, we are starting Yud Gimel Amud Bet, five lines from the bottom, the last word on the line where it says E. So the Gemara asks, E Kotetzana Achilai, if you're cutting them for originally for food, why do Rabbanan hold that there is no Yadot? At the end of the day, you're cutting it for food. Food is Mekabel Tum'ah. And if you want to tell me that rabbis hold once you changed your mind, you want to use it for whatever you originally thought for food doesn't count anymore. How could you say what you were thinking of originally gets nullified now? How could you say just by your thinking of something else? We know this famous Mishnah all utensils they can now become tamir just by you thinking that's it, it's done. This is now a table, this is now a carpet, this is now a cup, that's it. And if they became tamir, you cannot make it not tamir uh, just by thinking of it. Rather, you have to do like a certain change in order to fix it and say, hey, this is now something new. And the Gemara explains, an action by fixing it or doing something to it can change something that it, that uh, already was done to it before. So a cup that was made, in order to change it, you have to do a change to the cup. Umiyad mahshava. And again, action also can take something out from what you originally thought. If I thought this was a cup, an action by me doing something to the cup makes it not uh, not a cup anymore. Now change it to something new, even if it's a new cup but it still changes it to something new, and that could work. So only an action could nullify an action or a thought that you did when it comes to Tum'ah of a keli. However, mahshava, just by thinking something, cannot change a cup or any utensil from what it was, whether you did an action to it or whether you thought about it being what it is, a utensil. Meaning you need to do an action, not just th- not just thinking. So over here by the schach, you can't just say, oh, I'm changing it from food to schach and that's good enough. 
And vechitema hanemi le kelim de hashiva. And if you don't tell me, okay, that's dafka by kelim, that's uh, utensils, tables, cups, plates, etc. Aval yadot, but handles to tum'ah, which is not even hashuv enough to be mekabel tum'ah, the letzorach achilani, they're meant for eating purposes. Be machshava na'asa, machshava salka. The whole, it was mekabel tumah only by machshava thought made them able to become tameh, and therefore you can change it also with a thought. Vatnan kol yadot aochelim shebesasan bagoren tehorot all handles of uh, food. For example, let's say the straw of uh, a grain that you besasan, and I'm not uh, explaining what besasan is. The gemara will go into it in a second. That you were besasan in the threshing place where you crush the wheat tehorot. They are tahor. And verbius is metame. Now, Bishlama Lemanda Amar Besasan is Hitir Igudan. According to the one, we, it's Rabbil Azar and Abraita that we're going to bring soon. According to the one that says Besasan means you untied them. So you didn't do any action to them, just you were thinking, oh, I untied them, I'm planning on uh, using them for Schach. Then, uh, okay, then I understand what, uh, what Rabbanan Shapira, I understand what Rabbanan were saying, that when you thinking, it now change it from food to being skach. That makes sense. Now, it's Rabbi Yohanan, who's in the Brayta very soon, who said, my besasan is besasan mamash, where you actually crush them. My ikalema, how is he going to explain Rabbanan? How is he going to explain that uh, Rabbanan, just by a mahshava, changes it from food to skach? So like my aunt says, Ha-chanami. he would also tell you that Mahloket Ahim Rabbanan, how do you change it? Shibesasan Mamash, that he Mamasha crushed them or he did something to these uh, uh, grains that turned them from food to schach. And since you did an action, it would work. So the Gemara asks, okay, Hachi, if you did an action, then Maita Amayo the Harim. So why did Harim uh, argue on Rabbanan? They hold that, uh, that the Yadot are Metameh. Lichora, you did an action. It is now schach. It should not be able to become tameh anymore. So the Gemara explains. Now, what's the reason that uh, Ahirim said that the yadot are tameh? The Amur Kerebiosi. They hold like Kerebiosi, who's metameh the yadot once you uh, once you crush them even. It's not Kerebiosi metameh even though an action was done. And the Gemara asks, Hi, my, what's going on? Bishlamahatam, when you crushed the handles or of the of the grain, the stalks, Tamadirbiosi Hazya, the stalks of grain are or you need still need to use them. When the stalks are mixed with the grain still, it makes life so much easier when you have to uh, flip everything over with a pitchfork. If there was just grain, then it would be too small and it would go right through the teeth of the pitchfork. So the stalks are still needed. And that's why it, it's, you know, yad, yad is a yad and still make a beltumah. Elahacha over here by schach, lemai hazia, why do you need the handles for? Even according to the BOC. And the Gemara says, "No, haziyah lechis satalim in kat bevigilai." When you no, we still need it because when you're taking off the schach, you you want it. You'd rather have the handles over there. It'd make life so much easier to take them down. And since you still need it, and that's why Harim said it's mekabel tumah gufa. We learned before that kol yedota ochalin shebesasan bagorin. All the handles of the, the food, let's say the the straw of the grain, 
Tehorot verbiosi metame. Verbiosi is metame. And we said, my besasan. What is besasan? Rabbi Yohanan Amar besasan mamash. You mamash crush them. You have the animal walk on them. They get it out of the shell. And Rabbi Lazar Omer hitir agadan. You untie them. Bishlamal de Rabbi Lazar de Amar besasan. According to Rabbi Lazar, who said besasan is hitir ogadan, that you untie them. Hainu demtame verbiosi. Now I understand why verbiosi is metame because that small action doesn't do much. It's it's still only a mahshava. And you need a an action in order to be motzi from the from the mashava fun. Hanan de Amar Mamash. According to Rabbi Hanan, who said Mamash, you crush them. Am I metame Rabbi Why is Rabbi Yosi metame? Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Ho'il uruyot lehovchan be'ayit erish. explained because he still needs the those handles. You still need it for the food. Why? When you're flipping it with the pitchfork, this way the the grain doesn't fall through the teeth of the pitchfork. And that's why Rabbi Yossi said it's still metameh. You still need it. And Amar Rabbi Lazar, Lama nimshelat filatan shel tzadikim ke'ayter. Rabbi Lazar said, Why is the fila of tzadikim like a pitchfork? It says ve'yater itzhak l'Hashem le'nochah hishto, and says ve'yater lo Hashem lomar lechat etichu ma'ayter zem ha'pechet tevua ba'gorim makom makom. The same way a pitchfork flips the grain. From one place to another, in the place where he crushed the wheat. After fila tanshal tzadikim, same thing. The fila tzadikim apeche datosh lakadosh baruch hu mimidat achzariut lemidat rahamanud. The fila tzadikim switches akadosh baruch hu's thoughts from cruelty to mercy. The next mishnah mesakechin bin sarim devar biudar biuda allows you to use boards as chach. Verabi meir oser bi meir says asur natan ada nisashur hav arbaat efachim. If you put on top of the sukkah on the schach a board that is wider than four tefachim, kashera is kasher, and we'll explain why we're going to talk about the imaginary bent wall. As long as you don't sleep under that board. And the Gemara starts, Amarav. Rav explains the mahloket of Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Meir in our Mishnah has only been sarim shiyesh behind arba'ah. That's tafkaf, the board has four tefachim. Rabbi Meir it la gezeratikra. Rabbi Meir has this gezera of a ceiling, which means if you're going to sleep in a sukkah with a wooden board like that, then you're going to come to sleep in your house, which also has a wooden board on the ceiling. And Rabbi Yehuda doesn't have this gezera. No one's going to get mixed up. But if there's boards that are not four tefahim wide, everyone will agree that it's kasher. That's Rav's assessment of the mahloket. However, Ushmuel Amar Besheen by an Arba'a Mahloket. The Mahloket is when the board does not have four Tefahim. But if it does have four Tefahim, the Vera call Pesul Amun will agree that it's Pasul. And the Gemara doesn't understand. So basically, what you're saying is according to Rabbi Meir, that he's going to be Pasul even if there's end by an Arba'a, even if there's not four Tefahim. Even if the board has less than three Tefahim. How can you be Almanino? Know, they're just like any other reeds. And if that's no good, then what is kosher for Sreshach? So, Amar of Papa, Hachikama, this is what Shmuel meant. If the board has four tefahim, the Vera Kopis will agree it's Pasul because everyone holds the Sigzera of the Tikrad, of the, the ceiling. Pahot Mishloshaf, it's less than three tefahim, the Vera Kopishela, everyone will tell you it's Kashir, my Tamar. What's the reason? Because can you be Almanino? They're just a bunch of reeds, it's okay. Keep Ligay, the Mahloket, Rabim Yer Nebiuda. Is mishlosha ad arba'a? Is if there's boards between three and four, so let's say three and a half. More savar, Rabbi Yehuda, the reason he's machshir kevande let neushir makom. 
a shiur makom. We know all over Shas. What's a makom? Four tefachim. It doesn't have four tefachim. It's not a makom. Then lo gazrina. We're not going to be gozer because of the ceiling. Umor sabar nebi meir held kevan de nefkelehu mitorat lavud. They are not part of the principle of lavud, where we imaginary stretch something to make believe it's connected or to imaginary join things. Since it's too big for lavud, therefore we have to be gazrina. We have to be gozer because you might come to sleep in a ceiling in your own home. Now the Gemara is going to go back to what we learned in our Mishnah. Tanan, Natana alea neses hura havar ba'atefachim. If a person put on the schach a board that is bigger than four tefachim wider, kashera, it is kasher. We're going to say it's an imaginary bent wall. Dofen akuma bilvad sheloi shant hatav. Just don't sleep under that board. I understand, according to Shmuel, who said that the Mahlokit of Buda and Rimiers, if they don't have four tefahim of Aliyash Ben according to everyone, it's Pasul, Mishum Hachi, Lo Yishan Tachtava. I understand why you shouldn't be sleeping under it because it is Pasul. According to Rav, who said that there's a Mahlokit of Buda and Rimiers, is talking about if it has a big, uh, if it, the, the board is wider than four tefahim, but if it doesn't have four tefahim, according to everyone, it's kasher. According to Rebuda, why shouldn't you sleep under that uh, part of the sukkah? According to you, it's kasher. So my answer is, you think our Mishnah, where it says that if you put a board, don't sleep under it, according to everyone? Sefa atan Meir. That sefa, that last part of the Mishnah, is going according to Rebbe Meir. And Tashema. We have a Braita, and this is going to be a problem on Rav. Shene Sedinin, two sheets, mitztarfin, can combine together on top. If you use it as schach, they could make schach pasul. So if you have a sheet that is two tefahim wide, another sheet that's two tefahim wide, you put it together on top of the sukkah, it makes it uh, it makes it no good. Shene Nesarin in mitztarfin, but if you have two boards, they are, they do not combine. Rabbi Meir holds that the boards are like sheets. So if you have a, a board that's two and a board that's two and you put it together, it, they become like sheet and uh, it's asur. According to Shmuel who said that the machloket is when they don't have four tefahim. According to everyone, it would be pasul for that four tefahim. My mitzvahin, you could explain what's the word mitzvahin. Mitzvahin arba'a, they can combine to become four tefahim, which makes the sukkah not kasher. But according to Rav, the Amar b'shiyesh ben arba'a machloket, that there is four tefahim. But if the width is not four in that board, according to everyone, be kasher hechidami. So what's going on over here? Ideid be'arba'a, if it has four, lama lehulit tarufe, then why do you need it to combine? It's not kasher, anyways. Idelet behu arba'a, and if it doesn't have four amai, what's uh, why should it be a problem? They're, they're like any reeds, it should be kasher. So the Gemara explains that no one has four tefahim. So, how does he understand the word mitzafin? They are mitzaref, the four amot from the side. If you put these boards on the side of the sukkah, they could be mitzaref the four amot to make the sukkah pasul according to the Bimeir, but according to the Bihuda, it would still be kasher. 
And this way, Rav makes everything fit. Bishna harina. There's another way to bring all this. Bishlam al According to Shmuel, makes sense that Amar b'she'en b'hen arba'a machloket. We're talking about these boards don't have four tefahim. That's the machloket. Aval yesh b'hen arba'a. But if it did have four tefahim, the very kol pesul. Everyone will agree that it is pasul because my mitzarfin. What does Rabbi Meir understand? Mitzarfin. Mitzarfin arba'a mot minat sad. It, it can combine to four amot on the side that would make the sukkah pasul. According to Yehuda, it does not combine and it would be kasher. But according to Rav, who said the machloket is if it, if the width of the board is four tefahim, but if it didn't have four tefahim, everyone would say it's kasher. I understand according to Bimir, my mitzarfin. What is mitzarfin? Mitzarfin la'arba amot minatzad that it would combine to four amot on the side. And that would that would make it pasul el rabbi uda. But according to rabbi uda, the amal afilu yesh bein arba'a kashera. Who said even if these boards have four, the sukkah still kasher. My and mitzarfin. How would why would you say they're not mitzarif? Kanim be'almaninu. They're just like any other reed. They should be kasher. So the gemara explains. I did the kamar rabbi meir mitzarfin. No, since Rabbi Meir used the language of combining, Amar Rabbi Yehuda en mitzafin, so Rabbi Yehuda said the word en mitzafin, that they don't combine, but according to him, really it's a kasher altogether. And the Gemara brings proof to Rav and Shmuel. Tanya kavate de Rav and Tanya kavate de Shmuel. Tanya kavate de Rav, sekacha bin sarim shel erez, she'en bahen arba'a divra kol kashera. If someone used boards of cedar wood that don't have fort fahim according to everyone's kasher, however, yesh behen arba'a, if it did have fort fahim, Rabbi Meir posel, and Rabbi Uda is machshir. It's exactly like Rav, we're talking about where the boards have fort fahim. And the Marav Yehuda, I have a story, Ma'aseh, Bishat Sakana. it was a story at the time of danger, the Goyim didn't want to do mitzvot, Shevenu Nesarim, Shayu behen arba'a, we bought boards that had Four tefahim, so they didn't know it was Lashem Sukkah. We put them on top of our balconies. We said under it on the holiday. I'm ruling the people in the yeshiva. Told them, yeah, that's your proof. And a time of danger is not a proof. You don't bring me halachot from a time of danger. And the Ritva explains, remember, uh, this is the only the reason the Bima is Osir is Mishum Gezerat Tikra. Maybe in a time of danger, we're not going to be Gozer. Tanya Kavate de Shmuel. Sechacha bin Sarim shel Erez sheyesh bein arba'a. So there's a bright talk Shmuel. If you use boards of cedar wood that have four tefahim, the very kol pesula. Everyone will tell you it's pesul. And behen arba'a. If it doesn't have four tefahim, Rabbi Meir posel. Rabbi Uda is machshir exactly like Shmuel, where the machlokes they don't even have four tefahim. And the Brayta adds, "Umoder Rabbi Meir, sheim yesh ben Neser leNeser kimlo Neser. If between each board you have an empty space." The size that would fit a board. Put uh, the leftovers of the threshing floor, the wine press, whatever, uh, whatever kosher over there, make it kasher. And since it's in the middle of the sukkah, we could always use that dolphin akuma, that imaginary bent wall, and kosher up everything. Umoder biyuda and biyuda admits sheim natan ale anesa shura havar baat fahim. If you put on top of that sukkah a board that's wider than four tefahim on the side of the sukkah, keshera, it is kasher. You could use the bent wall halacha ve'en yeshenim tachta, but don't sleep under it. Ve'hayeshen tachta v'lo yotzei dehovadato. And if a person slept under that board, you are not yotzei dehova. And you see that brayta goes according to Shmuel. Itmar. 
and you took those boards and you flipped them and you have them standing up sideways and their thickness is less than three tfahim ravuna amar pesula and we'll explain why soon they say it's kosher because nobody makes a ceiling like that by putting boards sideways and therefore it's kasher and that's rashi's perush rabbinu yonatan from milonil he explains a little bit difference that once you put them sideways they become like regular reeds and it's not a problem if you flip the board sideways, what's the din? Is the sukkah kasher? Not Why? They became like metal skewers. You know how to use first didn't I give, tell you that halacha? You should have said like me. Why do you have to argue on me and go ask? So Rav Hasda and Rabbi Baravuna asked him, Did you ever give us a reason to your psak and we didn't accept it? So Rav Huna answered them back, Did you ask me a reason and I didn't tell you? Meaning, they were telling you never gave us a reason. Rav Huna told them you never asked for a reason. So let's say the following b'rita helps Rav Huna. If a sukkah is very small, it doesn't fit a person with his head, the majority of his body and his table. Or if it's a 10 tefah tall sukkah, and the wall was busted at the bottom, three tefahim, where a goat could just uh, fit right through. Or you put a board on the schach that is wider than four tefahim, even though you only fit three tefahim to it, and the Gemara explains what that means. In all these cases, pesula. And the Gemara explains that last case. What are you talking about? A four tefah board that's only three in... Are we talking about where you flipped it sideways and the thick the thickness of those boards are three tefahim? It's wide, four tefahim, but it's thick as three tefahim, and that's what we mean. The command says, "Lo, that's not what it means." We're talking about a case where you put that board four tefahim at the opening of the sukkah. You have three tefahim going into the sukkah, and one's going outside the sukkah. It becomes like schach that is coming out of the sukkah. And any schach that goes out of the sukkah, it, like the sukkah means it combines with the sukkah. And therefore it could be posel, it's four tefahim. And when we get to Bezat Hashem Daf Yutet, we'll go into it a little bit more. Now, in regards to the halacha about schach that is made like a ceiling, where you take skinny schach that doesn't have four tefahim, and you bunch it up together, where rain can't come through, for example, that's the classic case, or it doesn't get cold in the sukkah, it's mamash like a ceiling. And you have a lot of Rishonim who are oser today because it's like a ceiling. And you have a lot of uh, poskim who say that b'shat the haq it should be okay. And especially today with all these fancy schach that uh, can mamash protect the sukkah, there's a mahluk of the poskim.
before anyone uh, bunches up sukkah or uses that type of schach, please ask your rabbi, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.